Jubilee listeners, you have tuned in to the Lamb's Ministry Broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. Praise God, everybody. Let me share with you today from Luke 13, 6 through 9. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why comereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. And let me engage you with this thought. Factors of fruitlessness. Factors of fruitlessness. This parable illustrates God's dealing with the nation of Israel as well as the individual soul. A certain man is illustrative of God. The fig tree is illustrative of Israel or the individual soul, you and me. The vineyard is illustrative of the world. And the vine dresser is illustrative of Jesus the Christ. Fruitless trees are cut down, destroyed, removed from the vineyard. People and trees are alike in that the environment in which they dwell has everything to do with their ability to bear fruit. People and trees are different in that trees have no ability to make the decision to bear or not to bear fruit, but people do. Trees do not decide in which environment they will dwell, but people do. A soul does not arbitrarily make the destructive decision to be fruitless, but the decision of fruitlessness culminates from various choices made that place the soul in such an atmosphere, such an environment, such a state that the only possible outcome is fruitlessness towards God. To bear fruit means to be fertile, to bring forth, to reproduce, to produce offspring. To bring about another generation. God is looking today. He is looking for fruit in his vineyard. He is calling us to bear fruit in our lives. Another year has passed. And God is again examining the tree for fruit. 
God is going to make a decision as to whether the tree should remain in the vineyard or be removed. The vineyard owner, dissatisfied with the fruitless tree, ordered it removed from the garden. But the gardener pleaded to keep it one more year in hope it would bear fruit. As fruit trees are expected to bear fruit for the vineyard owner, we are expected to bear fruit for God. What are the factors that lead to fruitlessness? Let's consider two factors that lead to fruitlessness. One, irresponsive to the initial chances given to mature in the Lord. And two, irresponsive to the corrective chances given to mature in the Lord. Irresponsive to the initial chances given to mature in the Lord. When a vineyard owner plants a fruit tree, seeds are not just thrown out over the ground or carelessly placed into the ground. But every attempt is made for the best of growing conditions. Great care is given for fertile, well-drained soil with proper pH balance. The initial planting of the tree gives it every possible chance to take root, grow to maturity, and bear fruit. We find in verse 7 that the vineyard owner complained. Behold, these three years, I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. We do not know how long the tree had been in the vineyard, but we do know it should have been mature enough to bear fruit and should have borne fruit for at least the last three years. My brothers and my sisters, God has a valid complaint. He intends for us to progress in him to a level of maturity that we bear fruit. Only mature trees bear fruit. Jesus said in John 15 and 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. And again in John 15 and 6, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. The purpose of the fruit is not only to provide nutrition presently, but also to protect the seed inside of it for reproduction. Thus, and that your fruit should remain. You know, there is a story about Daniel Webster where 25 national leaders attended a banquet in his honor. One of them asked him, Sir, what is the greatest thought that ever entered your mind? Webster replied, My responsibility to God. As he spoke, he wept and then excused himself from the banquet and went outside to get control of his emotions. 
when he returned, he talked for 30 minutes about man's responsibility to God. Let us be mindful of our responsibility to God to bear fruit. As it was with Webster, the thought of our responsibility to God in bearing fruit ought to make us weep and propel us to bear fruit for God. My brothers and my sisters, let us pray and work to be responsive to the fertile soil God planted us in and not waste the time God gives us to mature into bearing fruit. Now, being irresponsive to the corrective chances given to mature in the Lord. You see, my brothers and sisters, if a tree fails to bear fruit when it is supposed to, then something happened to upset, to throw off balance that carefully orchestrated environment it was planted in. That must be corrected if it is to bear fruit. Perhaps the soil suffered a weather shift and it could not get the proper nutrients or it became disease from a parasite, but it requires corrective action. We find in verse 8 the plea of the vine dresser to apply corrective measures and for additional time for the tree to mature. The vineyard owner said, cut it down. But the vine dresser said, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. I know we are into a new year now and are not yet seeing fruit, but let it alone a while longer. This digging, this fertilizing, this dunging around it that the natural gardener does for the tree to correct the problem is the same that the gardener of our salvation does for us. Jesus, our advocate, is sitting at the right hand of God, the Father pleading our cause. Join me, if you will, as I listen in on an imaginary conversation between the Father and the Son between the vineyard owner and the vine dresser. Well, Father, I don't see the fruit we expected, but let me dig around him and remove the weeds that are taking nutrients away from his roots. Let me turn over the soil in his life to allow more penetration of the moisture of the Holy Spirit. Let me try to fertilize him with Bible study, prayer, and Christian fellowship. Let me give him another year of the sun, the S-O-N, shining in his life. Let him alone. Second Peter 3 and 9 tells us, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My brothers and my sisters, as God's creation, we are unlike trees that he also created to bear fruit and that trees cannot control the environmental conditions which determine whether or not they bear fruit. Trees cannot make a decision to bear or not bear fruit, 
but we can make a decision to bear or not bear fruit for God. My brothers and my sisters, to bear or not to bear fruit is a decision we all must make. In helping you make that decision, I point out to you a role model you can look to for encouragement, a role model who will give you strength. Let me introduce you to the one who made a decision one day to bear or not to bear the burden of the sin of the world on his shoulders. Jesus Christ, our righteousness, because of our sin, we were alienated from God, but Jesus shed his blood and died for the remission of our sin we only need to accept him to receive forgiveness for our sin just pray dear Lord Jesus I know that I am a sinner and I ask you to forgive my sin I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life I trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Lamb's Ministry broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. To contact the hosts, call them at 314-339-7408. That's 314-339-7408. Or by email at lamb at lambsministry.org. That's lamb at lambsministries.org. You're also invited to visit the website lambsministries.org to get more information about the ministries. Until the same time next week, always remember, holy is the Lamb.